the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. On to thebird.com. Celebrating two decades on air. This is AM 1280, The Patriot. WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5. K298CO, Minneapolis. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. The fighting continues between Hamas and Israel. We can report from Zara Shackley on Israel's latest response to a barrage of rocket attacks coming from the terrorist group Hamas. The strike came nearly an hour after the military ordered people to evacuate the building, which also housed Al Jazeera, other offices and residential apartments. The strike brought the entire 12-story building down, collapsing with a gigantic cloud of dust. There was no immediate explanation for why it was attacked. The earlier Israeli airstrike on the Gaza City refugee camp was the deadliest single strike of the current conflict between Israel and the militant group Hamas. I'm Zaria Shakili. Meanwhile, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki told the press yesterday it's important to remember that Hamas is, in fact, a terrorist organization. This is SRN News. These are the official rules for all contests on Salem Media Group and Salem Communications holding corporation stations in the Twin Cities. Collectively, Salem TC from time to time will conduct contests. No purchase necessary to enter or win. If for any reason a prize is not available, a substitute prize may be offered. Winners will be limited to one prize every 30 days. Winners of a major prize will be limited to one every 365 days. A major prize is any prize with a value of more than $1,000. Participants and winners must be U.S. residents that are responsible for any and all taxes. For full contest rules, see this station's website. Just a little bit after 1 p.m. here at AM 1280, The Patriot. My name is Brian, and for the weather today, it's going to be a high of 72 degrees and mostly sunny. 2021 marks our 20th year on air. We're celebrating all year long with a variety of on-air features, familiar voices, past and present, and maybe an event or two. But we wouldn't want to spoil the surprise. Keep in touch by finding us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Parlor. Thank you for 20 great years on air, and we can't wait for 20 more. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that is making talk radio great again, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. A couple points of trivia here. Not only has AM 1280, The Patriot, celebrated and continues to celebrate its 20th anniversary as a conservative talk station this year, but we are disturbingly close to celebrating this station's Centenary, that's 100-year anniversary as a radio frequency assigned to the Twin Cities. That, my friends, is some radio trivia that we're going to need to celebrate at some point here. When exactly? I'll look it up. It's coming up in the next uh, couple of years. I forget if it was 1922, 1924, but either way, we're getting there. Time keeps on slipping, slipping into the future, as the, the sage once upon a time said. No, that's Steve Miller, not Larry Elder. Either way. I'm Mitch Berg, uh, and if Larry Elder is the sage from South French, uh, Central, I'm the nebbish from North Dakota. Either way, uh, I'm uh, happy and excited to be here today, as I am every day. I've, I, I, I mentioned during my pre-show shout-out on my Facebook page, which I do for my Facebook friends every week, you know, about an hour before the show starts, uh, and, and which will be moving to another social media platform before too terribly long. Exactly where and exactly when, I don't know. But as I was mentioning, I mean, on a scale of 1 to 10, with with 1 being not very fun at all, like getting a root canal done without anesthetic, and 10 being very, very, very fun, like, I don't know, twins winning the World Series, for those of you who were around 30 years ago to remember such a thing, uh, This every show... Every Northern Alliance, for me personally, is a 10 on the fun scale. 10, because it is that much uh, of a kick to do. 
That being said, the the big goal is to find out every day if today is going to be a high 10, a middle 10, or a low 10. In in fact, one might dare say, if one recalls this is Spinal Tap, is this show going to go to 11? And if so, because in some ways, every show is really turned up to 11, but that being the case, is it a high 11, a middle 11? Or kind of a low 11? And if so, does it go up to a 12? And this is the sort of rabbit hole my, my brain gets into on these sorts of days. So let's just say it's going to be a fun show today. Uh, second hour, we're going to be doing something uh, with a longtime friend of the show and of my blog that I normally don't like to do, but I think it applies. And I, I will say this. I'll, I'll explain this uh, as briefly as I can because I don't want to spoil anything. It's with longtime friend of the broadcast, uh, Sean Holster, who is a uh, is works in addiction counseling. He's got a a a, a four letter uh, title to his professional certification. I can never remember these things. They they come up with new new ones all the time. It, it's all news to me. But we're going to do something that I normally can't stand, and that is diagnose parts of society. And, and this is, uh, is the affectation that the left has perfected, although pe- those of us on the right do this occasionally as well. Every every so often, uh, the soft sciences, psychology, sociology, et cetera, et cetera, will come out with some scientific study that draws some inference from data about, and by the way, I'm, I'm using scare quotes when I say scientific study, because for starters, for the most part, soft sciences aren't sciences. And that's not an insult. In fact, we'll be talking about science, what science actually is in a moment here. Uh, But soft sciences, as a broad rule, are not science. They are math. They are demographics. They are a way of analyzing the world that relies on crunching the numbers that are out there and drawing conclusions and inferences and and, uh, observations from the numbers you get, which isn't really science. Science is a process by which one observes things. Basically, basically, you come up with a hypothesis. For those of you who remember ninth grade science class, you come up with a hypothesis. You come up with an experiment that has the potential to prove your hypothesis wrong, which is important. We'll come back to that. And then you conduct experiments. You observe the results. And if those results point out that your hypothesis is wrong, you go back and you come up with a new hypothesis or you tune it. Or sometimes you you keep running the experiment to show uh, that it's really, really, really false. Uh, It couldn't possibly be true. And then you refine your experimentation sometimes. Sometimes you refine your hypothesis. Sometimes you refine your testing methods. You're what's called instrumentation, which isn't always a piece of equipment. Sometimes it's just the things you're looking for and how you look for them. That's what science is. Now, most social sciences are more matters of coming up, basically crunching numbers uh, from observations of society and to 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 come up with inferences. In other words, saying, okay, 50% of the people say X, that must mean half the people uh, believe in X, to, to simplify it greatly. Now, what m- most of these studies are that I'm going to refer to, these studies that come out fairly frequently, especially from the the left-wing hit media press, organizations like Media Matters and BuzzFeed and uh, the MinPost, Minnesota Reformer, Vox.com, places that basically exist to carry the left's, big left's public relations water, are surveys like conservatives tend to have lower IQs than than progressives, or uh, Republicans tend to have a more permissive attitude about white supremacy. And and almost inevitable, or or one of my favorites is uh, a a tiny percentage of the American people own the vast majority of the firearms. Uh, Now, that's got issues because, of course, how many gun owners actually respond to pollsters? Honestly, I know I don't. Well, I didn't back before my guns fell in Lake Superior which they did. Anyway, uh, let's go for some of the less inflammatory versions. The whole idea that, that, that and this happens on both sides, by the way. You'll, you'll see studies that say uh, liberals are, are more enlightened about, about their attitudes about race and differences, and, and conservatives are more hidebound and, and stodgy in their ideologies. Or 
commensurately on the other side. Uh, liberals tend to be less happy. They're worse tippers and so forth. I mean, and for the most part, these studies are not studies. <laughs> They're not. They are what's called um, metadata studies. There's three kinds of studies that can exist in the world of of these sorts of uh, these, these sorts of demographic studies. There's studies where you go for a to try to figure out causation. We're, we're going to try and dig and find out what actually causes something to happen. There's studies where we go for correlation. Is there a correlation between uh, how many people answer something and the people actually doing something. And then there's what's called a metadata study where you basically take the numbers from a completely different study and crunch the numbers according to some different criteria to see if you can get different results from them. So, for example, you can take a study about how often a, a waterborne disease occurs in a village someplace and take those same numbers and from there infer perhaps the number the percentage of people who swim in the river for example uh, using numbers that came out in the first study study b is was not a study it's basically a recrunching of the numbers which is what gives you the vast majority of these puff piece studies about conservatives are 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 more angry or progressives are happier or whatever you see, you see them all the time usually but far from always from the left and i normally eschew this sort of thing i mean sometimes it's fun for it's good for a laugh it's good for uh for a gosh who are these people thinking or how self-indulgent are these people usually on the left because i'm a conservative talk show but not always they're usually self-indulgent they usually are bad math in addition to not scientific at all. And as a general rule, they basically exist to make one side feel better about themselves and the other side uh, put the other side on the defensive. It's generally garbage. That being said, there are some observations to be made. And Sean Holster is going to be uh, bringing his particular set of expertise to bear in making some of these observations as uh, both someone who works in the field of addiction and someone who is the spouse of an African-American woman who ran for office as a Republican. And we'll talk about that in the second hour here as well here. But first hour here, we're going to be talking about the big news in Minnesota and really nationwide this past couple days. After a couple of months, well, really, actually an entire year, where big government, big epidemiology, which, by the way, epidemiology is only passingly a science. It is, again, another demographic statistical discipline, which is not to knock it in any way, necessarily. But the way the field of epidemiology has been hijacked by politics this past year really the entire past year, the entire course of this pandemic, has proven something that's on the verge of being considered a Berg's law, which is uh, when you add science, I'm sorry, when you add politics to science, you don't get scientific politics. You get politicized science. And that's a very bad thing, as we have seen this past year. Now, as I've noted in the past, I've had COVID and it was a symptomatic case, although very manageably so. I've had bronchitis much worse than I had COVID a uh, little over, probably 14 months ago now. I have the antibody test to prove it. And by the way, I'm getting a little bit tired of people saying, well, I had all the symptoms last year. I must have had it. The odds are pretty good that you did not, in fact, have it, have COVID last year. If you didn't get the positive antibody test, you need to, uh, although, although I don't know if they make tests sensitive enough to really detect the levels of antibodies you would have a year after the fact. That being said, we talked last week about a National Institutes of Health uh, survey from January that pointed out the fact that if you had a symptomatic case of COVID, uh, that you have, at the very least, if not complete immunity, at least an enhanced degree of resistance, probably highly advanced resistance to COVID including potential future mutations of COVID. That being said, as I talked about last week or perhaps two weeks ago on the show, I got vaccinated. Now, whether that's a wise idea or not, or that action's adherence to your particular version of libertarian conservatism, 
I'm not going to talk about it. I don't care. You can, you 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 can believe what you want. You live your life. I will live mine. I got the Johnson Johnson vaccine because I figured since. I had already had COVID, and the science, the actual science, says I'm immune, or at least highly resistant. It was the minimum exp- uh, expenditure of effort I needed to make, one and done, one shot, one round of uh, side effects rather than two of them. The, the minimum I needed to get at least some of our less irrational Karens, especially the businesses and the institutions run by big Karen. We have big pharma. We've got big law enforcement. We got big steel. We got big left. We got big Karen uh, to shut the heck up in coming months. And I figured that would be starting July 1st. But suddenly there was a big change of course mere, two mere days ago. And it, and it hit the ground yesterday. And boy, was it interesting. Has it been interesting? We'll come back and talk about that. 651-289-4488. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you will receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing don't wait another day take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print you've already written a book so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to dorns publishing and get your free guide to publishing call right now 800-482-8399 800-482-8399 that's 800-482-8399 So you're searching online for that perfect sermon series that you can really dig into, but you can't seem to find what you're looking for. I suggest you give GodTube.com a try. GodTube.com is loaded with sermons from well-known and revered Bible teachers who cover every topic you can imagine. And there are no shady comment threads or questionable content. Just great sermon after sermon. Hear God's word daily, grow deeper in your faith, and be inspired by the sermon section on GodTube.com. You listen every day. I never miss it. So now it's time for you to join the conversation. Who, me? Like AM 1280 The Patriot on Facebook and share your thoughts with like-minded conservatives. You can also enter to win prizes, learn about upcoming events, and more. AM 1280 The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Hey, don't forget, on demand at am1280thepatriot.com, Dinesh D'Souza's podcast. So check it out. And this is what I did. I kind of had that feeling about about this today. As I was coming into the show, I, I have to point this out. That I, uh, I've been going to the same coffee shop every morning before the show for like 18 years now. And normally, like for 16 and a half of those years, 
I've had the same kind of feeling. It's not been. It's not been the idea that I'm transgressing or fighting the law in any way. It's that I'm going in to get a cup of coffee and and get my target heart rate going uh, up to my target heart rate before the show. Because, let's face it, I'm I'm an American of Scandinavian descent. I need my coffee. I need need my coffee. Anyway, and I've had my coffee. Anyway, uh, but uh, I went in there today, and for the last year, to the extent that the... uh, chain, the middling chain coffee shop across the street from the station has been open. For most of the last year, it has been posted, wear a mask, wear a mask. You got to wear a mask. And you know what? I know I've got some of you friends out there. I will never wear a face diaper. Okay, fine. You, you do you. I've got vulnerable people in my life to take care of. I don't think that masks do a whole heck of a lot of good, but for a conservative talk show host, I'm really kind of conflict averse. I don't really care. Uh, but today, now that it's not uh, official, and by the way, the sign was down on the on the door of this coffee shop. So I walked in to get my uh, morning java, and I was the only person in there not wearing a mask. Now, they didn't give me any problems. Nobody sweated me for it. I didn't see anybody giving me the stink eye this time. I have a hunch it's coming up because I know there are people out there for whom wearing a mask was not so much an epidemiological measure, but a statement of faith, almost like doing your rosary or do, saying the, the, the Lord's Prayer before you go to bed. It's something you do just as a matter of ritual, as a matter of, as a matter of showing your faith in something. And, and you see this, by the way, last week on the show and on my blog, I mentioned that back when the official science was that Minnesota was going to uh, turn off its mask mandate, to end its mask mandate on July 1st, or when we hit 70% vaccination rate, whichever came first, supposedly, because it was science. Uh, I I said, okay, as of July 1st, I'm going to stop patronizing any stores that still require yet to wear a mask. And I'm uh, going to... uh, I'm going to I actually print. I have some business cards printed up. I didn't bring them with me today, but business cards saying, hey, sorry, it had to come to this. I've had covid and I've been vaccinated. So I am not vulnerable under any reasonable circumstances. I mean, the science, if you pay attention to science, that's what the science says between having natural immunity and a vaccine. I'm not going to catch covid. And if I do. It probably won't be symptomatic. And if I do, and if I'm not symptomatic, I can't pass it on because how is it passed? By coughing and hacking tons of viruses into the air. That's how COVID is spread. Not on surfaces, not by bad thoughts, by coughing and hacking water vapor into the air, carrying a load of viruses significant enough to actually get breathed in. And contracted enough to infect someone else. And by the way, it's not just walking through someone else's breath for for a, a fraction of a second outdoors you i mean the the, the study the the science we have we'll come back to this showed pretty clearly that you have to actually be sitting almost invariably indoors pretty much in close con, uh, close contact with someone for a minimum of 10 to 15 minutes, generally speaking, to get enough virus into your system to actually give you an infection. One little tiny piece of virus that you breathe in isn't going to do it. Almost, almost statistically impossibly. I mean, and we knew this over a year ago. In fact, if you listen to this broadcast, you knew a year ago last month that this was the case. I mean, when people were modeling how the spread of COVID, how COVID was supposed to spread this time a year ago, it's involved the idea that the transmission might be, would be, in fact, via water vapor that you expelled by breathing to some extent by coughing, certainly. That virus might be floating around the air for a while because that's what water vapor does when you breathe out. I mean, globs of spit will fall to the ground, certainly, he says, taking a big gulp. Uh but the stuff you exhale, especially the stuff you cough out, can float around in the air for a while. 
for some period until it latches onto, well, in some cases, uh, until it gets breathed into the lungs of a passing human, which might cause it to get ingested into some vulnerable tissue in your nose and mouth and thus turn into a case of COVID. You have to ingest a lot of it, and you have to generally take some time to do that much breathing in. But what if it's transmitted something more by something more predictable? We've got studies. We had studies last year, and I posted about this and talked about it on the show a year ago, April 20th, 2020. And, and this is a study that was published by the CDC, but it came from uh, actually uh, multiple studies from Japan and South Korea, who, lest you've forgotten, dealt with this virus more effectively than most countries uh, and did it earlier. And this is a, an article by a, a person I've cited many times over this past year, a woman named Zainab Tufekci, who's a writer, a professor of sociology of all things, speaking of soft sciences, at the University of North Carolina. Uh, a, a study supporting droplet rather than aerosol. And, and by the way, there is a difference. Droplets floating through the air are droplets of water vapor, which uh, is different than individual bits of vapor floating around on their own. In other words, I'm sorry, bits of virus floating around on their own. People out there who haven't studied the issue tend to to lump the two together. But in fact, all of the science indicated that, that COVID was spread by droplets flying through the air rather than individual pieces of virus floating around on their own as the key means of transmission. And it, it and, and by the way, that what this means is that the for the vast majority of the infections it involved sitting indoors in the same air as someone else either in air that wasn't well ventilated or air that that stayed in the same place or or air that floated downstream through through air currents by fans air conditioning people moving around and being in that same stream or floating mass of, of air for a significant period of time. But you had to be in line for the, uh, in, in that same stream of air or the same line of air being pushed by air conditioners, by fans, by traffic, or confined in the same small space for a significant period of time, between 15 and 40 minutes. And by the way, one way that they found that people did not catch COVID was by touching surfaces where people who had been infected had been like almost no correlation whatsoever and correlation doesn't equal causation we knew this a year ago and the public health authorities the epidemiology authorities in this country sat on that knowledge they actively squelched that knowledge along with the the uh, the concept of uh, of natural immunity i mean they actively chuckled at the idea and you had the 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 idea that even after the national institutes of health released their findings you had clinical staff saying oh it might give you some immunity for 90 days or so uh but that's that's it and that that's it's not all that much at any rate we have we established this over if you listen to this broadcast you knew more about the actual science than big karen and all of your panic-stricken co-workers and relatives a year ago. So what happened? Now, two weeks ago, we were being told by Big Karen, by by Dr. Anthony Fauci, that we might well be in masks until next year, Mother's Day, Mother's Day 2022. We were told up to a couple weeks ago that the vaccine might not do the job that that even with a vaccine you might have to maintain social distancing we might have to do another lockdown we might have to in a worse case that that we were going to continue living this uh, this this addled life that we've lived for this past year indefinitely this was the official party line put out by the likes 
of Dr. Anthony Fauci and, and more who has become the official voice of the Biden administration. And, and by the way, the Biden administration in its public pronouncements kept this charade up until very recent. Last week, you had the somewhat comical and equally nauseating specter of President Harris kissing her husband on the tarmac of an airport somewhere. Sorry, did I say President Harris? I'm sorry. Vice President Harris. (laughs) Through their masks. And you had President Biden (laughs) appearing at a press conference early in the week, 20 feet apart from anybody else, and wearing a mask outdoors. And yet it all changed Thursday. Why? Well, we'll talk about that when we come back. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go now. We'll be right back. Shortly after college, my friend Amy and I began dreaming of a place for adults and children with developmental disabilities to experience nature. A place where they could connect with community and have meaningful work through farming. 21 Roots Farm is home to a variety of farm animals. Cows, donkeys, alpacas, goats, and chickens. An apple orchard and a vegetable garden. Through high-quality nature and agriculture-based programs, people of all ages with developmental disabilities can experience the wonders of agriculture and literally eat the fruits of their labor. By fostering connections that are rooted in real life, we provide opportunities, resources, and support that encourages all people to tend to their gifts and harvest their full potential. Check out our summer programs and other opportunities to get involved at 21rootsfarm.org. There's something for everyone. Visit 21rootsfarm.org to find your place on the farm. Dreams can come true at 21rootsfarm.org. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my community and those I care about safe from threats. Learn more about how you, too, can live and serve part-time close to home by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. How do you define strength? Is it physical? Or is it mental? Maybe it's both. Maybe it's whatever empowers a person to dig deeper, fight harder, and overcome obstacles that once seemed insurmountable. Discover how much stronger and more confident your children can be. Encourage them to participate in a sport when they go to high school. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call. 2021 uh, marks our 20th year of remarks on air. We're celebrating all year long with a variety of on-air features, all sorts of familiar voices from the past and present, maybe even some cool events coming. In fact, those might just get accelerated in the wake of uh, all the science of this last couple days here. By the way, we don't want to spoil any surprises. In fact, it's a surprise to me at this point, so stick around. But it's going to be a fun year here. We can stay in touch by finding us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Parlor, and in my case, MeWe and Gab.com, all the social media that matter. Thank you for 20 awesome years on the air. 
We can't wait for 20 more. And so if you love this show, just remember. Love stinks. No, no, it doesn't. Love of a radio show is awesome. Anyway, stick around. Northern Alliance Radio Network. So uh, just, to, just to talk about, about what's happened in the past week. Well, let's call, call it a week and a half in the world of, of COVID. Two weeks ago, we had the likes of Dr. Anthony Fauci saying we're likely going to be in masks until a, a year from now, Mother's Day. Sometime, second, I think, second Sunday in May of 2022 was the official show us your face day again, according to what Ben Shapiro refers to as the greatest doctor who ever lived, or second after Jill Biden. And you had the comical vision of President Kamala Harris kissing her husband in front of cameras on a tarmac. These things are about as spontaneous as the D-Day invasion. Uh, you had the, the, the photo op, honestly, of President Harris and her... I did it again? Oh, Vice President Harris. I can't believe I keep doing that. Vice President Harris kissing her husband on a tarmac... Just coincidentally, in front of a, in front of a bunch of uh, focused cameras, uh, focused in for two shots, nice and closely framed around their faces, so you could see them kissing through their masks. Which I, I know every single person out there of a certain age just had to be thinking of the scene from The Naked Gun of Leslie Nielsen and Priscilla Presley getting smooshy uh, with full-body condoms on. It, it had that same kind of vibe to all of us, I think, of a certain age, and even the younger ones who have seen The Naked Gun movies. Y you know what I'm talking about. You saw that this past week. You had Governor Waltz uh, going on and doing a press conference, I think it was Monday, Monday or Tuesday, saying, yep, if we, or maybe it was last, anyway, within the last week and a half, saying that if you're all good kids and eat your vegetables, we will remove the mask mandate by July 1st, or maybe faster, if 70% of you get your vaccines. Which was a start, a sort of, kind of. I mean, thank you, my lord. If it please the, uh, our, our highness, uh, thank you for that little promise of freedom, potentially, if everyone behaves. But suddenly, Thursday, it all changed. You were there, but although it's odd, not everyone seems to have absorbed the information. I was out you know, last night in uptown Minneapolis, and the vast majority of the people I saw were still wearing masks. I was at a coffee shop near the station on the way into the station, as I do just about every Saturday morning for the past 17 years and two months. And I was the only unmasked person there. Nonetheless... On Thursday, the word came out that the Centers for Disease Control has decided, "Hey, don't need masks anymore." Uh, you could, as of if you've got a, if you've been vaccinated, you don't have to wear masks indoors or outdoors. And if you're, uh, and if you run a bar, if you run a restaurant, we recommend you just throw the capacity limits to the to the wind. And around vast swaths of the country. People said, wait, didn't we do that months ago in Florida, in the Dakotas, in the rural West, in uh, vast swaths of the South, where masks have been a matter of personal responsibility for months? In some cases, throughout the entire pandemic, they said, huh, people are still doing that? OK, that's fine. And I heard the news and I thought, wow. This must mean, since we are ruled by the party of science, that there must have been some science in the past couple of days that has driven this decision. And I looked. I, I went online and I looked and I looked again and I looked some more. I looked three times. No, I looked three times, three times, nine times. I made that up. But I looked. I looked for what is the bit of science, the, the new study, the landmark empirical observations of millions of people that led the Centers of Disease, for Disease Control, the CDC, to go from we're going to be in masks for another year and you should be kissing people, your loved ones, through masks, as President Harris did, to party time! We're going to party like it's 1999. And I looked. And I looked again. And there was nothing. 
Well, there was no scientific study. There was no empirical observation of populations. There was no nothing. Well, okay, there was, we can't really call it science. Maybe we call it infrastructure. Well, both terms have been equally bastardized. What we had this past week was not a new study, not some new observation by learned scientists uh, crunching through mountains of data. What we had was the kind of science and infrastructure simultaneously comprised of a very, very bad week for Joe Biden. Inflation is at the highest rate in a generation and change. Inflation is at the highest rate since I, yours truly, was in high school. Inflation is, has started to skyrocket. In the meantime, people aren't returning to work because we are pouring money into subsidizing people. And literally, for a good chunk of of our working population, it makes more financial sense to stay home than it does to go back to work. So companies are having to curtail their reopening and expansion plans because people are having much more fun sitting in their basements playing video games for 30000 bucks a year, which is what it amounts to, by the way, 600 bucks a week times 50 weeks a year, 30000 bucks a year. That's $15, roughly 14 and change an hour. Just about a living wage for not really having to do a whole lot of living. Sounds kind of awesome, doesn't it? So people aren't going back to work. But money is being printed as fast as the presses can roll. So what happens when you have a limited amount of productivity and a maximal amount of money? Prices go up. We're heading for inflation. Oh, by the way, gas lines are back for the first time uh, systematically in a long time. And yes, it was part of a hacking attack. But... The uh, this this is a huge problem in in vast parts of the eastern seaboard, especially the southeastern seaboard of the United States. It is it's a bad situation. The worst I've seen in terms of people lining up for fuel outside of a natural disaster area since I was in not even high school. Elementary school. We've gone over the course of a few months from really in in Biden's first hundred days and change from being a net oil exporter to an importer again. We have, by the way, after four relatively tranquil years in the Middle East, the Palestinians are launching rockets at the Israelis. And the mainstream media is pointing out the Israelis are attacking back. Darn them. No bias there. The Middle East is is heating up again, yet again. Couldn't see that coming, could we? There are terrorist attacks going on in the Middle East. Suddenly, mass shootings are in the news again. And violent crime is exploding in the inner cities. Some inner cities have, have essentially given up enforcing crime. Hello, Minneapolis. Some cities are spending more time fighting each other on whether laws should be enforced and by whom than they are actually arresting criminals. It's been a very, very bad couple weeks for Joe Biden. And so he needed something to deflect the news away from that. And what could possibly be better than saying no more masks? Well, there were a couple ways that he deflected away. We'll talk about one of them in the second hour. But ending the nationwide, basically giving the nation's governors, quote, scientific, end quote, leave to end their mask mandates was the bit of bread and circuses that they figured would deflect the nation's attention away from the not collapse of the economy. But some very dire problems coming up. And by the way, the deflections continued. Well, by the way, we'll be talking about that in the second hour. The big left's elevation of deflection and gaslighting to an art. That'll be coming up in the second hour here as well. More on that after the break coming up here. But uh, they, they, they tried. They, they, the line as of today was uh, this inflation is being caused by short term uh, problems that will all go away in the long run. And, of course, it's just the opposite. The lack of inflation was caused by the fact that the economy was 
shut down for a ghastly portion of this past year, which tends to lead to deflation, as you saw with your gas prices uh, last April, for example, a year ago, April, when gas was when oil was literally being given away because they couldn't find a place to store it. I mean, do it yourself. Refineries aren't really a thing, unfortunately, or it would have been a great time to stock up. Nonetheless, I digress. And by the way, uh, I'd, I'd love to discuss a do-it-yourself refinery for the next time that the uh, gas prices deflate that low. Anyway, I digress. The point being, ladies and gentlemen, that the deflation was short-lived. The things that are giving us inflation, oh, they're going full speed ahead. So inflation, crime, uh, violence in the Middle East, uh, potentially much more bad news coming. It was a terrible week for Joe Biden, right as he gets done celebrating his first 100 days in office. Naturally, we need something to deflect the public's attention away from all of that. Thereby, no science, but certainly a changing, a moving of the goalposts. We'll talk about more of that when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280. It's a fine, fine day to give me a call. 651-289-4488. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Cool voiceover. Zany sound effect. Uh, We were going to write a flashy promo about streaming us at radio.com, but considering how easy it is to do, we'll keep it simple, too. Listen to The Patriot on the free radio.com app. Hi, it's Keith Hittner Sr. here. Tune in on Sundays at noon for your real estate chalk talk where we study the science of buying and selling real estate and the art of living in your home. Get the solid real estate facts you need from Keith Hittner Sr. and Keith Hittner Jr. of Colwell Banker Burnett and their team of experts. Tune in to Real Estate Chalk Talk on AM 1280 The Patriot every Sunday at 12 noon. Brought to you by the Hittner Group, the number one Colwell Banker Group in the nation. Online at HittnerGroup.com. And tune in to Real Estate Chalk Talk every Sunday at 12 noon on AM 1280 The Patriot. Looking for a place for your business to call home? Work where it's easier to work. Center Point of Mendota Heights is conveniently located near major roadways, has a park-like setting near the Mississippi River, close to walking and biking trails, with great lunch spots nearby as well as food trucks. This eight-building, single-story business campus features free parking, customizable office space with no shared common areas, enhanced air purification systems, separate utility meters, and private restrooms. Center Point of Mendota Heights is the ultimate in business convenience. You and your employees have an easy commute to this centralized location near Minneapolis and St. Paul with accessibility to MSP Airport. No elevators and free parking right outside. It's an ideal place for businesses looking for a value-forward move and an easier way to work. Center Point of Mendota Heights is locally owned and managed. Their mission is to support local business owners like you. Learn more by visiting escapetomendota.com. Again, that's escapetomendota.com. Work where it's easier to work. Hi, Paul Rubin here from the White Bear Lake Superstore, Buick GMC. And I'm honored to announce that we've partnered with AM 1280 The Patriot to bring you the Pledge of Allegiance Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. We feel it's very important to bring the pledge back to the forefront of our daily lives. Each day, a local veteran, an active service member, or a first responder will proudly recite the pledge to kick off our day and honor our country. Tune in at 7.30, and God bless America. Did you know that the Patriot mobile app can do more than just stream your favorite shows? Here's cool feature number one. You can set an alarm on our app that will automatically start streaming The Patriot at whatever time you decide. It's easy. Just open the menu in the upper left-hand corner, select Alarm, and choose a time. You can set it to wake you up in the morning with Hugh Hewitt or any of your favorite hosts. Download the free AM 1280 The Patriot app today. Join the Patriot Freedom Fan Club for prizes, contests, quizzes, and more. Plus, get exclusive access to pre-sale tickets to events. It's free to join, so visit am1280thepatriot.com today. AM 1280 The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Could a private Christian education be just the right fit for you and your family? Well, if you're exploring your options, reach out to us at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. I'm leaving. 
We have helped well over 100 Twin Cities families access private education, and we'd be happy to help you, too. We're, a, uh, we're at AM 12A, The Patriot, and you can find that at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. It's a great program. It's helped a lot of people. It could help you and your family. Believe me, if I could go back and do it over again, I would. Seeing what's happening in schools today. Oh, what is happening in schools today? They, they've decided it's okay to be back in school as of Thursday. Does money change everything? Does science change everything? No, it's politics that changes everything. And it's on the verge of becoming Berg's 23rd law, which is... When you mix science and politics, you don't get scientific politics. You get politicized science, which is not science at all, as we saw this past week. Uh, Governor Klink uh, uh, went back on us, moved his goalposts. He didn't move them. He flung them from a trebuchet uh, hundreds of yards through the air, landing God only knows where, because suddenly we've gone from July 1st, if everyone eats their vegetables and says grace, to take off your mask now. And on the one hand, about flipping time. I mean, this is nothing we haven't known. As I pointed out earlier in the broadcast, this is stuff we knew a year ago. If you actually pay attention to science. But we have vast swaths of our society that do not pay attention to science. That do not realize that science... Well, okay, they pay attention to science in the sense of something that was on CNN in April of 2020. That's science. Something that may have, or if you're kind of upmarket, it may have been on NPR in May of 2020. Repeating that like a badly trained chimp is science to a fair chunk of our population. As we pointed out earlier in the show, science is a process, is a means of not just analyzing data, but analyzing a particular type of data, experimental data, data that's designed to disprove, not prove, a hypothesis. That is what science is. Epidemiology is math and demographics and uh, finding patterns in numbers. It's a perfect, and that's not say, and that's not to say it is less than science. It's not science in a strict sense of the term. And when you mix it with politics, which is what has been happening for this past year, and especially this past week, it's not science at all. There is no conclusion that one can reach except by dint of pure irrational faith that what's been going on this past two weeks, and especially this past three days, in the United States, vis-a-vis the Centers for Disease Control and the presidents and the governors' approaches to the pandemic are anything but motivated by pure politics. In other words, the need to distract attention away from the fact that the economy is doing worse right now in, in some respects than it's done since the Carter administration. That we are on the brink of something that at one point was considered an economic impossibility, stagflation, stagnant growth, and yet inflation, two things that in theory can't exist in nature at the same time. Jimmy Carter managed it. Well, the economy managed it under Jimmy Carter as a result of massive overspending in the 1960s and 1970s combined with diminished productivity. And by jinky, after 40 years, we're there again. We've got stagflation again, and I got news for you. Barring Ron DeSantis stepping up and becoming president in 2024, we don't have a Ronald Reagan waiting in the wings to bring some common sense to this society. We have, and maybe this is just my innate Scandinavian pessimism speaking, we have uh, potentially a majority of voters who really like getting paid 600 bucks a week for sitting in their parents' basement playing video games, Wait, waiting for, uh, waiting for the, the, the plague to end. It's not a sustainable way to run a society, and this past week the Biden administration realized it. So, Governor Waltz, 
to say it was an abrupt reversal is to say, holy cow, the Hindenburg sure got warm. Governor Waltz said Thursday he would sign uh, an order yesterday ending the statewide mask mandate uh, following the CDC's guidance allowing fully vaccinated people. I go, can we stop using the term fully vaccinated? Either you're vaccinated or you're partly vaccinated, or if you got the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, you're just vaccinated. Could we stop with the term fully vaccinated? Oh, and if you're going to use that one, fine, hunky-dory. I'll give you that one if we can stop misusing the term protocols for the love of Pete. Putting on a mask is not a protocol. It's a guideline. Anyway, anyway, English major going to English major. The governor called it a great day for Minnesota, uh, and I figured, sure, take your victory lap, governor. You just beclowned yourself on behalf of a president that, well, beclowns himself on the daily. But one thing that didn't end, by the way, (laughs) is peacetime emergency, uh, state of emergency declaration. It it's time. I mean, we're clearly not in an emergency anymore, and yet the governor continues to maintain emergency power. Anyway, uh, and, and by the way, there's the, the governor has done this because, let's be honest, he is answering the calls from the head of the uh, from the Democratic Party to draw attention away from the no good, very bad week that the president has had, whichever person is president, Biden or, or Harris. But to say that the response on big left was confused is an understatement. New York Times yesterday uh, pointing out the federal mask retreat, they call it, sets off a confusing scramble for states and cities. It points out in the lead, Minnesota's statewide mask mandate is over. But in Minneapolis, and for that matter, St. Paul, face coverings are still required. In Michigan, Kentucky, and Oregon, governors cheerily told vaccinated people they could go out maskless, but mask mandates remained for, well, here's a shock, New York, New Jersey, and California. So surprising was all the science that Kansas City, Missouri, Mayor Quentin Lucas went from saying he would not change his mask order to saying he would think about it to announcing he was getting rid of it altogether all in the span of about seven uh, seven hours. That's science at work, isn't it? The mayor of Kansas City went in and and read the data. Oh, no. He had his leash yanked. This is science for big left today. Sean Holster joins us after the top of the hour for some observations about the emotional state of big left. I think that's a diplomatic way of putting it. Northern Alliance, AM 12A, The Patriot. Go nowhere. Be right back. With the extreme weather changes in Minnesota, it can be very unpleasant when the windows in your house begin to fail. But what's even more unpleasant is the three long-winded, high-pressure sales calls you need to sit through to get multiple bids. They tell you their window is the best and all the rest are no good, and hey, I'll throw in a free window if we can write this up tonight. I'm Ryan from My Three Quotes. What if I told you you could get competitive bids from three high-rated local contractors on any window brand after only one short meeting with me? The process is simple. I'll stop by to measure the windows and we'll talk options. Whether it's vinyl, wood, composite, or fiberglass, we'll come up with a job scope that fits your house and your style. And you'll receive the quotes within a week. If you've already had some window bids and were floored by the price, call me. As you'll see from my reviews, my quotes can come in thousands less than others for the exact same window. If you decide to move forward, I'll come back to write up the order and do a walkthrough when it's done. And yes, the service is free. So hop online and visit My Three Quotes to set up an appointment. That's the number three, My Three Quotes. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-860-4610. 800-860-4610. 800-860-4610. 
That's 800-860-4614. Arby's Computer Service. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via Internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own, whether it's for your personal system or business. Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. 